0: He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is
1: My Show, which starts now.
0: I think you're
2: muted, Drew. No, I just haven't started talking yet. Oh, um, it looked like you were. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not talking yet. Now I am. Now these are words coming out of my mouth. I'm Drew Brooks. This is my show, and I'm glad to be with you. It's the last episode of the week. Where we've, man, it's jam-packed. It's jam-packed. In fact, we've got uh, a cold open video here. Uh, or We should. Uh, uh, w- Do we have Whitmer? I did, and I
0: totally forgot about that. That's, yeah. It happens. Let's, go ahead and Let's listen to tyrannical
2: Governor Gretchen Whitmer.
1: What I love about Joe Biden, though, is he knows how to build a coalition. I'm riding with Biden, and everyone else has a seat, too.
2: Riding with Biden. Imagine saying that. Imagine thinking it was a good idea or cool or whatever old Gretchen up there thought it was to say riding with Biden i mean there should be t-shirts now there there, there will be no, no doubt but not only to say it and think that it was a good idea but to actually believe it that associating yourself as she campaigns to try and win her her governorship back as she campaigns that being connected to joe biden is a helpful or good thing it's not no one likes him no one in your party likes him either no one likes you i mean you're one of the worst governors in america by a long shot easily top three Go get her, Tudor Dixon. Tudor Dixon going to win that race up there in Michigan. It's going to be great. Then every now and again, and again, we got to speed through. Hey, God bless America. Good to see you. It's good to see all of you people coming in. Even you, Brad. Um, Brad, Kim, JC Long, all of you guys, thanks for being here. I appreciate all the different platforms. I could just keep saying names. That would be the whole show. It sounded like a book of Genesis. And this guy and that guy and this gal. Uh, we're not going to do that, though. We are going to talk Son real, of. <laughs> real quick. About holidays, because every once in a while I'll tell you like, "Hey, today is whatever, National Taco Day or whatever it's not. don't I mean if, if it was, you guys would all be leaving and getting tacos. But there's some weird ass holidays in this country, right? And they're not really holidays. They, someone decrees that they are, and and some people actually celebrate them. But I just got to tell you, like today kind of takes the cake because there's a lot, like there's a ton in here, like we could literally do the whole show. On all of these days, it is National Double Cheeseburger Day. I can get behind that. And the the one that I'm looking a picture I'm looking of right now, it looks amazing. But it's literally National Creme de Menthe Day. It's National Google.com Day. That's awful.
0: National Cheese is that Toast Day. To be like they show... the day that Google was created, or are they just like, hey, go Google.com. It's just. A... It's nationalgoogle.com day. I, Let's celebrate together. Let's cause, not. Because I remember I remember on like previous iterations of the show, we used to do that every day. It was like, hey, today is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this this it's this it's this holiday. it got kind of out of hand, I thought. I like, was like, really? Like, are we is today we're celebrating something? You know. Yeah. I blew my daughter's mind the other day when she was like, Does someone have a birthday every single day of the year? I'm like, pretty much. She's like, What? I'm like, Yeah. I'm like there's a lot of people on this earth. I, I I think the odds of them being every day being filled with birthdays is easier than saying there's one day <laughs> that well, there isn't any birthday.
2: You know, it's God bless. You're right. You want a great hamburger, cricket at home. I agree with that. I agree with that for yep. sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I look again. I don't want to bel- belabor this and 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 talk too much. But I, I I've got to tell you some ridiculous ones. It's National Cheese Toast Day. That one's good. I'm good with that. one. That one, a Double Cheeseburger Day. Great it's mm. national custom framing day it's make a hat day right. international dot day like polka dots it's felt hat day like so not, not only are you making a hat but if you want to wear yeah, a felt it, hat today's your might day as well make it out of felt make it yeah <laughs> just double <laughs> it all up butterscotch cinnamon pie day you know what else it is it's national malcolm day if your name's malcolm congratulations
0: like Malcolm in the Middle,
2: yeah, Linguini, I can get behind that. Anyways, there's a lot. It's ridiculous, the fact that there are people out those out there celebrating these are ridiculous. Let's get to when is the
0: appropriate time to switch from a like white Stetson straw hat or whatever to a like felt leather hat for the winter? When is that? Like, I, when is that? I don't know. Come into line.
2: I mean, maybe today since it's National Felt Day. Like maybe I, I maybe it is. Yeah, yeah. Like this is yeah. end of one road, the beginning of another.
0: Yeah. Uh, all right,
2: let's get to question of the day. And you're going to have to dig back, dig back into your film repertoire here, if you will, because my, my question for you is this, what was the best Rodney Dangerfield film? He was some good ones. And it doesn't have to be like, just like he's the main guy, but chew through that. Think about it as you do. Homeowners beware, you could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title of your home. Here's how you find out. My partners over at Home Title Lock have a special free offer for my listeners. You can go to hometitlelock.com forward slash drew, then simply enter your address for a free no-obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. The title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. Once he or she forges your title, they can take out loans on your home or forge your name stating that they are the new owner Neither of which are good. Ideally they do neither, but they could have done both. First things first, let's make sure your home title, home title lock, uh, your, excuse me, your home title is securely in your name. You can do that by going to home title lock.com forward slash Drew using my promo code, which is Drew D-R-E-W. Then enter your address for a free, no obligation home title scan. That's a hundred dollar value for free. Again, it's home title lock.com forward slash Drew. Use promo code Drew if, if you land on the site a different way. Home title forward slash Drew. Okay. Back here here come the answers. Brad Brad, you're my guy. You're my guy because I'm I've battled between those two all day. So we've got it's a tough it's a tough one. <laughs> we've got lots of Caddyshacks, obviously. You know, God bless his Caddyshack. Jeff says back to school. Ladybug I, I was wondering if someone was gonna say that. Next generation mm. United Reber, that's a long name. Says Ladybug. Then my guy Brad comes in with my struggle. Caddyshack, back to school. Mm, man, that's tough. Rick, back to school. Pansophical Lighthouse, never heard of him, Drew. Look him up. He's a prophet. Um, oh my back from the 80s, uh, 70s and 80s. Uh, you,
0: you, you will be very happy that we you've been introduced to Ronnie Dangerfield. Yes, I definitely. Mean, hands down. Easy money. <laughs>
2: back to school. Caddyshack, Caddyshack. Judy says, no idea. Another Caddyshack. Hands down, says Stacy caddyshack drops the mic she walks off the stage all right lots of lots of other repeats yeah um so those are those those are those are all kind of the right answers i i i'm literally torn i don't know i i go between back to school and caddyshack back to school a little bit more like directly him um uh, but i literally i don't know i don't know i i feel like i've been bipolar all day i i for some reason thought of this question this morning and then i've been like this one no no it's this one all right maybe it's this i'm, I'm just all over the place what what do you think
0: I, for me i like my my i'm just going with my gut back to school you know it's got robert uh robert downey jr in it um you just get to see the triple lindy i mean come on i mean it's just a it's just a great Know, it's a great all-around movie yes it's cheesy but it's an 80s movie you it's of course
2: it, it's you know? cheesy i mean rodney dangerfield is cheesy
0: yes yes and but i love but he's if a great never if you've never seen his stand-up and you've only ever seen his movies you're like oh he's you know he's pretty he's a pretty clean guy he cleaned it up for the movies his stand-up was pretty raunchy for the time you know what i mean it was yeah. it was it was pretty crazy and uh, but yeah he's awesome i love I thank my dad all the time for making sure I knew who Rodney Tangerfield was. Growing up, he was good.
2: He he was good. He was good to us. Um, basically, any movie he had a part in, since God Bless America, yeah, exactly. Hey, I can't. I re- I can't really think of bad ones. I mean, even Ladybug, which was Ladybugs, which is you know the the young youth soccer you know team, mm-hmm. obviously catering to that young you know kind of a family movie. Jenna he He even had some great things. Even in there, disco talking to your mic says Texas Panhandle Patriot. All right, so. uh, all right, so let's get into some some stories here because I literally there's a crap ton of stuff to get to today. I'm going to try and squeeze it in before booze and banter, and then we'll be over there. But you've got the the military. Let me take a step back. We're dealing with a recession. I keep talking to people, and they're like, I it kind of it's like, man, it's like we're close to recession. And it's like, no, 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 we are in a recession. It's not we're close to. Where it feels like the reason it feels like you're in a recession is because you're in a recession. Okay. Listen to that warning sign and then look at the stats and the data that will tell you as much. But things are not good. Things are not good at all, particularly financially. And you've now got the, the U.S. military who is trying to actively purge people from their ranks, whether through the VAX or through whatever other policy or through just making them want to leave because they hate the direction they're taking it. This leadership is taking it, I should say. Again, there's amazing people brave men and women who were there, who signed up, who were born and have better, different and better wiring because they want to go kill bad guys and keep things safe back here. A lot of friends who are, who are still doing that. But you've got this collective body that is the Department of Defense and the U.S. military who is now suggesting that soldiers and their families, service members and their families, apply for SNAP benefits because of all that's going on with this Biden economy. SNAP benefits, also known, known as, a.k.a., food stamps. They're saying that it's, it's hitting, it's starting to hit the ranks now. Of course it is. It was hitting the ranks even before inflation. Service members and their families were struggling with food. But they're saying, this is a quote, with inflation affecting everything from gas prices to groceries to rent, some soldiers and their families are finding it harder to get by in the budgets they've set and used before. Thanks, Major of the Army Michael Grinston. Appreciate that.
0: Really makes you want to join enlist. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> I get to be on food stamps. Soldiers of all ranks can seek guidance assistance and advice through the Army's financial uh, services program. The guidance points soldiers to supplement nutrition assistance uh, to the supplemental nutrition assistance program and then uh, essentially welfare with food stamps. And they're saying that based on the Pentagon's own data, the 24% of enlisted personnel are what they would label food insecure. So basically, hey, your husband's gone fighting or or spouse. Your spouse is gone fighting in XYZ country, fill in the blank. Horn of Africa, Yemen, Syria, wherever. You're home with the kids and you've been struggling because you're in the military and you're enlisted. Now you're struggling that much more. And rather than us help you, rather than Uncle Sam and the Pentagon who's asking you to do stuff, dangerous stuff for no money we're going to ask you to just sign up for welfare. Go get food stamps. Because that makes things so much better. How about we take care of our troops, right? Not force them to get BS vaccines, not force them to do any of this stuff, not ground them and fire them for not complying with COVID stuff. These people have never been paid well enough. Now, can you be an officer and be in for 20 and get out and be doing fine and have a nice retirement? Yes, of course, but we're, ta- we're talking about enlisted personnel here who are doing it because they love this country, they love the job. They're not doing it for a paycheck. Trust me, they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. But we're telling them to get food stamps, something that no one wants to do. Look, if you're, if you're in, a, in a pickle and you need to do it, you need to do that. You need to take you know, Social Security fund, whatever the case. Like, I get it. But you don't want to have to do it, and these people should not have to do it for problems that were created by this administration that are very solvable if they wanted to solve them. But the problem is they don't, because they don't like you, they don't like me, they don't like this country. We're spending billions upon billions on a war in Ukraine that we have no beef with. We have no no dog in that fight. All the this, all this stuff that he's... I mean, literally... Biden a couple weeks ago signed they weren't all spent at the same time but but signed some bills that accounted for over a trillion dollars just in that week we we're spending money on everything that doesn't matter we're really good at that this administration's really good at that but we it, it just pisses me off so much and is something going to change no of course it's not are we going to give more money to the troops no of course we're not but it's just such a slap in the face to be like, well, we don't really have an answer for you. How about you go apply for food stamps? Try that. Cause that's not tough when you've got, you've got no money, no time. You've got kids. You got to go deal with government bureaucracy, apply for this stuff, get approved for this stuff, get this, and then be embarrassed to go through the line because you're in, you're in that situation that you shouldn't even be in. It pisses me off.
0: Yeah. And I thought you couldn't, um, like you couldn't, be deployed or whatever. If, if there was any financial crisis going on, um, you know, I thought like they, they had some kind of regimen that way that, because I actually, I met someone who said they worked at that department where they'd call and say, Hey, it looks like you, you were late on your mortgage or whatever. And that would hold them back from going out on missions or being deployed. But now they're saying, Hey, you're being hurt. You still go out there, but get on food stamps. Like I, I, I what happened, you know, cause you know, a lot, hap- a lot has happened. <clears throat> yeah. A lot has happened to
2: say the least. Pisses Abby Gill off too. Good. Good, good. It should. It should. If it doesn't anger you, you gotta it, read the story again. <laughs> read the story again. Check your pulse. Make sure you're okay. Talk to your primary care physician. Um, because it should anger you. We should not be treating these people like that. We should step up and do and go above and beyond for them all the time. And again, I know we're all pissed at the Pentagon and their leadership and the military and slamming at all the time I do every day. But I'm not slamming them. I love and adore and, and appreciate the hell out of them. Served with a lot of them. I The two can both be true. And this is wrong how this is this is going. So it's safe to say that Dr. Fauci and Rand Paul hate each other's guts, right? We can all agree on that. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think
0: I think that's that's a fair assumption.
2: Fair assumption. Okay, so we'll go with that. And if duels were a thing still, they're not, which is disappointing. But if if they were still a thing, these guys would have settled their differences a long time ago. But since duels aren't a thing anymore, again, disappointing to me, but we were treated with basically Rand Paul bitch-slapping Fauci in another hearing. And yesterday's latest back and forth didn't disappoint. This is kind of a long clip, but take a look and listen to this exchange.
1: This is an ongoing question, and you know we've had ever-evolving opinions from you, Dr. Fauci. Currently, antibody surveys show that uh, 80% of children, approximately 80% of children have had COVID, and yet there are no guidelines coming from you or anybody in the government to take into account their naturally acquired immunity. You seemed quite certain of yourself in 2004, but in 2022, there's a lot less certainty. One of the things that we also know after looking at this for two to three years uh, is that the mortality uh, from COVID is very similar, if not less, than than influenza. So when we look at this, we wonder, you know, why you seem to really embrace basic immunology back in 2004 and how you or why you seem to reject it now.
3: Well, I don't uh, reject basic immunology, Senator and I have never denied that there is importance of the protection following infection. However, as we have said many times, and as has been validated by the authorization of the, by the FDA through their committee and the recommendation by the CDC through their committee, that a vaccination following infection gives an added extra boost and that film that you showed is really taken out of context. I believe that was when someone called in who had had a reaction to a vaccine and asked me through a telephone in the interview if they should get vaccinated again. So it was in the context of someone who had a reaction. As a matter of fact, Reuters fact check looked at that and said, Fauci's 2004 comments do not contradict his pandemic stance.
1: Actually, words don't lie. If you look at the words behind me, we can go over them a little bit at a time. She doesn't need it because the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. It is true.
3: It is true, Senator. It is a very potent way to protect.
1: So When you're trying to tell us that kids need a third or a fourth vaccine, are you including the variability or the variable of previous infection in the studies? No, you're not. Because when you have approved vaccines in recent times and the committees that have approved it for children don't report anything on hospitalization or death or transmission. They only report that if you give them the jab, they'll make antibodies. And you can give kids hundreds of jabs and they'll make antibodies every time, but that does not prove efficacy. So what you're doing is denying the very fundamental premise of immunology that previous infection does provide some sort of immunity. It's not in any of your studies. Almost none of your studies from the CDC or from the government have the variable of whether or not you've been previously infected. So let's look at adults. I've had three infections. Should I get a fourth one? If you're going to measure whether I get a fourth one, you need a, a, a category that has a fourth one in it and you need one that has nothing in it, no vaccine or the fourth vaccine. But you also need to know whether they've been infected. If you ignore whether they've been infected, you're ignoring a vaccine basically, so you're ignoring a variable. So what you're giving us is this, the you decry and people decry vaccine hesitancy, it's coming from the gobbledygook that you give us. You're not paying attention right. to the science. The very basic science is that previous infection provides a level of immunity. If you ignore that in your studies, if you don't present that in your committees, you're not being truthful or honest with us.
2: I love it. I love that Fauci says says the, <laughs> the clip was taken out of context. As plain as day, Fauci says natural immunity is the best form of protection. But then he adds that getting a vaccine helps boost your immune system even more, which is an unprovable statement with the COVID vaccine, since there's been no study on it. Remember just a few months ago, you had Dr. Burks, remember Dr. Burks and her scarves. She was out there bragging that she and Fauci and the rest of their Confederates knew that the vaccines wouldn't work. She wrote that in her book. Those are not my words. Those are her words. And I'm sure this will get taken down because of, of, of making that statement. But again, it's y'all's people's statement in a book Fauci's a liar. He's been lying to the Americans since he assumed his position in the early 80s. Thank God he's stepping down at the end of the year, but he's doing it because he's terrified of what's coming, which is lawsuits, investigations, and everything else. And thank God that we've got a Republican like Rand Paul, who's frankly been really the only Republican willing to stand up, have enough balls to hold Fauci accountable for all that he's done. Crimes against humanity. And we know that nothing, I mean, look, we can hope and pray, and there, there'll be investigations, but nothing's going to happen if we're, if we're being honest with ourselves to Fauci. Nothing's going to happen on Earth. But once he crosses over and his time on Earth is done, he's going to have a lot of explaining to do. I can tell you that much. A lot of explaining. Because not only has COVID been a nightmare for the entire globe, but he's had hundreds upon hundreds of medical experiments on animals and humans alike. His his body of his his stack of bodies line of bodies whatever analogy you want to use, it rivals some of the world's biggest you know super villains ever. He's he's right up there at the top of that list. So good on him, man. Good on Rand Paul for doing that again. Am I saying that something's gonna happen to Fatna? No, but. It's just about time that more people step up and call out the BS like that. Not you guys in the audience here. I know you do all the time. I'm talking about people who are in public you know, positions, elected officials, the media, all of this. Stop, Stop just being like, well, it was bad. He's bad. No. Call him on it. You said this. Why? You're an awful person. Let's go back and talk about it. Should we talk about AIDS and HIV? Do you want to go there? I don't think you do because it's not good for you. Do you want to talk about all these animal trials, these human trials? Do you want to talk about stuff in Africa? Do you want to talk about – there's literally not a positive thing you can say about this, dude. This is the dude who, as we always talk about, has multiple pictures and paintings of himself in his,
0: ho- in his home office. His dirty, unorganized Very dirty. Office. My OCD stuff. <laughs> Really, oh my me gosh, looking at me looking at it, I'm like, oh <laughs> it's it's bad. It's bad. It's like, hey, so uh when when did you move in? <laughs> like it's like he hasn't done he hasn't right. finished moving in yet because he just moved in. Oh no, I've been here for like 10 Sorry, years. I've been busy killing people for
2: over 40 years. Son of a bitch. All right, everyone, smash that like button, whichever platform you're on. We're so grateful that you are here please make sure you are subscribed to whichever platform you are on. I'd love it if you get subscribed on the other ones too, but make sure you're subscribed. If you're on YouTube, make sure you're still subscribed since they will actively unsubscribe you without you knowing it. They've done it to literally tens upon tens of thousands of people. It's a super fun game that we play with them as they try their damnedest to ruin my life. So make sure you're there. Get a, get an account on rumble. If you haven't guys get subscribed over there, it's really easy. It's rumble.com forward slash drew Berkowitz. You can't find it or you can't miss it. Excuse me. Um, Super easy to find. Then with with Biden in the White House, with Biden in the White House, you need to act fast. His tax plans are directly aimed at your retirement savings, investments, all of those things. And if you don't want to see your retirement income potentially take a double-digit tax hit, you've got to move your money. you got to do it now. Joe Biden has already made raising taxes a top priority, and he's done it. So make protecting what's yours a top priority, too, right now, but potentially for not much longer. There's a unique IRS loophole that lets you move your IRA, 401k, pension, TSP, or just a regular old savings account into a certain tax-advantaged investment that could protect you from Creepy Joe's greedy and grasping hands. You can move your money 100% tax and penalty-free for now. So get on over there, do it. All the details are laid out for you in a free guide that my friends at Gold Co. are offering to protect your wealth and savings, retirement savings with. All you got to do is go to that link on the screen, DrewLovesGold.com, and my friends at Gold Co. will rush you a copy. They'll give you a call. They'll talk you through all of it. We'll even cover the shipping and handling charges for getting the stuff to you. You won't pay a dime to find out how fast, how you could protect yourself from Joe Biden's uh, tax plans fast. They'll also give you $10,000 or more in free silver when you open a qualifying account. It makes sense, guys. Get over there. Protect your retirement. Protect your savings. These guys are awesome. They're great partners of the show. We're so thankful for them. All right. Also, real quick, don't forget to get yourself a Locals account. It's over at drewberkwist.locals.com. We will be there this afternoon. We're going to be talking Ron DeSantis, Greg Abbott, and all of the amazing and awesomeness that is happening with, with shipping these illegal immigrants to the Naval Observatory, which by the way is where Kamal Harris lives as well as Martha's vineyard. We'll be uh, there this afternoon and we'll be right back here in a few seconds.
0: Be sure to sign up at locals for both free and exclusive content from Drew Burquist. Head over to drewberquist.locals.com and join the community today. All right. So <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know why the music cut out like that. That's fine. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Is
2: it just me, or does it feel like the Durham investigation has been going on forever? Uncovered nothing, for the most part? Because that's that's basically, I mean, May of 2019 is when this thing started. So three-plus years and a couple of indictments and some not guilty verdicts later, it looks like the investigation is wrapping up, coming to an end. And once it was revealed that an FBI agent lied on a FISA warrant, That a judge signed off on and was given community service for that felony, which is, of course, ludicrous. We all knew that there'd be no consequences for anyone who played a role in pushing the fake narrative about the Russian interference back during the 2016 election. But yesterday came to light that the FBI's found their patsy to take the fall for peddling false information. I give you Igor Dechenko, He's Russian. He was an FBI informant who was selling made up information like the Russian hookers peeing on a hotel room bed that the Obamas once slept in. Danchenko pled guilty to five counts of lying to FBI agents. Another process crime is what we got out of this, basically. That's, that's the takeaway from this. Just a, a, a measly little process crime. Shocker, right? In 2017, the FBI fired, fires Christopher Steele and then approaches Danchenko to be an informant. Danchenko tells the FBI that he doesn't know anything about the links between Trump, Russia, and the election. The FBI offers to pay him, for being an informant, so he starts just making shit up, and then the FBI, of course, as we all know now, is using Danchenko's fairy tales as evidence to secure warrants. Danchenko's then arrested for giving false statements because the FBI was paying him for information, which he made so he could keep getting paid. Made up so he could keep getting paid. So, what what was proved with this is the the Durham investigation is that you know many Americans' worst fears about the FBI's FBI of being, you know. The intel arm, the Gestapo of sorts of the FBI of the Democrat Party, a, a, an organization that's imprisoning the Democrats' political rivals—all those things are coming true. What's not happening is anything positive with this case, with the Durham case, and and we're stuck left with essentially no, out, no positive outcome that anyone wanted or expected or, or should have been, for that matter. But we're also stuck with a corrupt and broken FBI that we talk about all the time. The, the, the corruption at the top level of the FBI is astonishing. It's astonishing. Speaking of the FBI, a DOJ whistleblower has come forward revealing a deal between the FBI and Facebook. We just talked about the FBI and Facebook in a different light as it pertained to Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop a few weeks back here. But this whistleblower comes forward, talks about the link between the FBI and Facebook, proving that the FBI is actively hunting Americans who disagree with Democrats on the legacy social media platform. And I'm going to read you a few paragraphs from a New York Post article. And then we'll talk a little bit more about it. Facebook has been spying on the private messages and data of American users and reporting them to the FBI if they express anti-government or anti-authority sentiments or if they question the 2020 election. This is according to the whistleblower and sources within the Department of Justice. Under the FBI collaboration operation, somebody at Facebook red flagged these supposedly subversive private messages over the past 19 months and then transmitted them in redacted form to the domestic terrorism operational unit at FBI headquarters in Washington D.C. without a subpoena. It was done outside of the legal process and without probable cause, alleged one of the sources who spoke on a condition of anonymity. So it goes without saying or it should, let me let me say it should go without saying that this is pretty damning. This is a damning story. This is a big story. And why it is not the lead story in every newsroom across America, proves that it's likely 100% accurate. We've seen involvement between these two entities before. Again, Zuckerberg himself just talked about it in a different, uh, albeit in a different manner, uh, weeks back as it pertained to the election of Hunter Biden's laptop. Now you've got DOJ whistleblowers coming out and saying this. And and, and again, the fact that it's not being talked about only lends more credence to the story. Whenever the news media can debunk a story that makes the regime look bad, they go full force to shoot holes in it. They blow it off, call it conspiracy. Ah, it's, just, it's just some crazy right-wing conspiracy. But when a story like this one breaks and is so damning like it is, they just leave it alone. The news media just goes quiet because there's no way to really make it go, to, go, you know, go by the wayside, go away, other than just ignoring it. But this is, this is a big deal, a big deal that no one's talking about. So watch that story. Because it's not going to go anywhere unless you watch it, unless you look further into it. But it's a big one. Okay, we've got some politicians being stupid. Shocker, right? American elected politicians are being stupid? So let's talk through three such stories in a segment we call You Silly Politicians and we're going to start with hank johnson who is one of the dumbest human beings walking the planet every time he opens his mouth comedy gold is created so thank you for that hank check out his latest comments this week about ultra mega roll the clip
4: um january 6 2021 will never be forgotten, an infamous day in American history. MAGA Republicans descended upon the Capitol, engaged in an insurrection, Uh, they occupied the Capitol, five people were killed, hundreds injured, including hundreds of Capitol Hill police officers, attacked and bludgeoned. Um, uh, It was uh, a day that we'll never forget And people on the local level uh, at affected school board meetings, they won't forget the MAGA uh, Republicans descending on their school board meetings uh, after January 6, like January 6, disrupting meetings. It was a coordinated uh, attack happening across the country. Americans won't forget about it. Uh, School board uh, members, teachers, administrators, subjected to violence, threats of violence, harassment, intimidation. Uh, And in response to that, the National School Boards Association sent a letter to the Biden administration seeking federal help. Things had gotten so far out of hand. And by the way, there's not one scintilla of evidence, either direct or indirect, that there was any coordination between the Biden administration and the National School Boards Association, uh, that caused that letter to be sent seeking federal assistance. And so uh, in response to that request. <laughs> he, he's
2: agonizingly painful to listen to. Thank is, But let's let's unpack. I can see the comments coming in. and I love the, the ones about Guam. Uh, uh, let's let's unpack what he tried to say. Right. He, he refers to January 6th as an insurrection. This is, this is the same dude who referred to the St. Floyd riots as peaceful protests. He's not the only one who did. But then he says that five people were killed, which is a lie. And he knows it. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, again, he's not very smart, but it's an absolute lie. The dude can barely pronounce his own name, so maybe not knowing a fact is is actually plausible with him. But the fact is that Ashley Babbitt Babbitt, was the only one killed, and she was murdered in cold blood by Capitol Hill police officer, Lieutenant Michael Byrd. Capitol police were attacked and bludgeoned, he said. That's a lie. It's a proven lie. He's simply repeating the lie that was out there in the media to help be used as ammunition for an emotional impeachment that should have never happened. He's repeating a lie about Officer Sicknick, who was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Again, it did not happen, it was proven to be absolutely false. Then he moves on to mega people descending on school board meetings. It's important to remember with this, okay? First of all, I know you're probably on, on the right side. Uh, of this issue but for anyone who's not and for people who are like hank who see this as parents descending on it and they're they're evil standing up for their kids let's remember that the first parent arrested at one of these meetings was a father whose daughter was raped by a transgender student in the bathroom and was confronted by another parent who called his daughter a whore saying that she deserved to be raped context really matters here And if you want to take that side still, Hanky boy, and and the rest of your people, by all means. But you're sick. And what's happening in schools is sick. The, the, The reason people and parents are pushing back is because they love their kids and want our country to be just even a little bit as normal as it used to be. A little bit as safe as it used to be. But that's not the only example. Obviously, the broader issue that was happening here that dovetails into that, that, that story we just referenced is parents found out that critical race theory was being taught in their kids' schools. Something that should not happen, something that is so vile and awful, so anti-country, so anti-truth in reality. It's just ridiculous. So yes, it was coordinated that they came there because parents found out at the same time this was a huge deal nationally. And then his statement that the school board association sent a letter to the DOJ, also a lie. Everything he said there was a lie. He says not one to use his word scintilla of evidence that the DOJ asked for for the letter uh, asked for was, was, was that I, he, he butchers the whole thing. Like I just butchered that sentence there, but out, out of the blue, you've got this dude who, who claims that this story never really happened. Talking about the DOJ letter, like why would he feel the need to address that story if there's no evidence that it happened? He he, he like outsmarted himself himself with this misstep. But he's the kind of guy. Hank's the kind of guy, like like cops. Tom, who if if you watch Booze and Banter, is one of our our team members, he used to work on cops, and it's a great example that he used in discussion. Before the show is Hank is like the people on Cops that you see arrested. And when the the police find dope in their pants, they're like, oh, these aren't even my pants, man. Like, that's that's the Hank Johnson level of stupidity that we're dealing with here. It's it's remarkable. I mean, again, I get entertainment out of how dumb some of these people are and how ridiculous their lies are. But man. Then this gem is from Lazy Maisie Hirono another empty mannequin-headed communist whose voice was used as a form of enhanced interrogation. I can't confirm or deny that, uh, but it certainly could be if it, if it wasn't. But here are her pearls of wisdom this week. Take a listen to her.
3: When I hear my colleagues talking about how, you know, it should be states' rights or uh, government should not be telling us what to do, the word hypocrite's it doesn't even go far enough to call them out on what they're doing. This is an outright attack on women in this country. That is how I see it. That is how more and more women and those who support our right to make decisions about our own bodies. That is how we see it. And why? <laughs> because that's what's happening. Madam President, I yield the floor. But clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms in our country yield the floor the senior senator from oregon
2: madam so a call to arms literally as she says a a u.s senator is calling for her supporters to arm up against two against two Maisie. remember these commies are the ones who keep saying that words are violence. Literally telling people to arm up is a call for violence. This is who these people are. This is who they are. They p- project their evil tendencies on the rest of us. Democrats are clear. We talk about this every day. Clear and present danger. 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 Danger to this country. They The stability of this country is what they seek to overthrow. They do not like it. They've got to change it all. Tyranny is what they want. And they've used every arrow in their quiver. And now their final solution is an outright power grab and imprisonment of their enemies. It sounds crazy. It sounds crazy, I know. But this is, this is who they are. <laughs> Peter, they also say silence and violence, right? I know. They get to play both sides. It's really difficult when they get to do it on both sides. Everything we do is wrong. The rules change for them all the time. But it's amazing. It's amazing and not in a good way that we live in a time when a senator calls for Americans to arm up and get ready to fight other Americans. And like with the FBI story and Facebook earlier, the media doesn't give a crap. Not going to touch it. And in this case, they don't give a crap because, well, in both cases— because they're on their side. They're on their side. Then I'm sorry to even do this to you, but we've got to talk about Adam Kinzinger for a second. So to wrap up. How dare you? I know. I'm sorry. It's it's <laughs> awful. At least I'm not showing you Stacey Abrams. Um, I did that yesterday. But wrapping up this segment with the undisputed Capitol Hill crybaby champion, Adam, I've never seen combat Kinzinger. Let's hear what the little lady had to say, then we'll discuss
1: my party nobody in power right now with maybe some rare exception actually believes the election was stolen they don't they're lying because they can raise money from it or they fear their constituents otherwise I think the people coming in January there's going to be a significant class of people that actually believe the election was stolen and that's a fearful thing to me I have no respect for somebody that tells me hey I know it's all you know BS but I got to do this to get reelected what I fear is those that come here and truly believe you know adam kinzinger is part of the soros big government you know new world order machine and i was part of stealing this election they're going to be in congress in january that frightens me
2: so he's frightened he's frightened i mean this little fella who's probably standing on a box there for this interview hasn't been this worried since he had to have his height measured just last year at space mountain the guy's a oh
0: In showbiz, we call that a man-maker. A man-maker. Yeah. That's a full Apple box that they have to stand on. Yeah, the full Apple box they got to stand on. It's called a man-maker. He needs one. He needs one. Tom Cruise uses it. Sylvester Stallone uses it. There's a lot of actors who use it because they're really short.
2: They're short. Those two, those two at least do cool things though. I mean, this, this guy's just a loser, but yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. I mean, anyone that believes that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction would also believe that statutory Joe got 81 million votes. That's the kind of guy we're dealing with 80 William, 80, 81 million votes by campaigning from his basement, by the way, his memory is, is shorter than his elf like height. It's just ridiculous. Every time these guys lose elections, the election was rigged, or the Russians interfered. That's, that's the tack they take. The evidence is all over the Internet of Democrats claiming Russia hacked our election. Or that every Republican president is illegitimate. They claim, Democrats, that, that Republicans are illegitimate because the election was rigged. Not illegitimate like Hank Johnson's love child in Roswell, Georgia. But you've got this guy, Adam... Who, who's again he's not a republican folks he's not a republican at all but he's he likes to talk a brave game and he's got nothing to back it up with whatsoever they they just want and he in particular they want to be liked by the media so badly that they totally compromise their values to go along to get along and do whatever the communist left wants he talks about in that, in that statement of his about people, I don't really want to do this, but I'm just doing it for this. That's all you are. That's all you are as a person. Don't try and stand on principle. We need people. We need senators. We need congressmen, representatives who will not cave once they get to D.C. They will not become a part of the system. They will push back against it in a big way. Sadly, there's almost none of those. All right. We've got two things left. It's a segment kind of heavy day on this Thursday.
0: Yeah. When I was putting the show together, I thought, there's a lot of segments. A lot of bumpers. A lot of well, bumpers yeah, like I this like- one for In the Wild.
2: So I think I think the bumper for this is about as long as the clip um, that we're about to see. But at least in that, you get to see one some one second
0: shorter than the clip. Yeah, <laughs> you get to see some wild
2: animals like Stacey Abrams, Brian Stelter. Um, so. I don't I don't know the context of this story. But there, you know, I've been in you know cabins and lakes and in, in in the great north and you see bears up there. And they're not, like, not like the one you're about to see, but like, you'll see bears up there and you just kind of know what to do. You know what, you know, what not to do, but these guys get very close. See what I did there to this grizzly bear. This thing is massive and they're, they're like talking to it. I just feel like their approach was not the right one. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not like a, a, a bear engagement master, but, but take a look at this and tell me if you would have done things differently. Bear engagement. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing. Okay. Name's Drew Burke, was bear engagement specialist. <clears throat> I'm here to look at your bear situation.
0: <laughs> watch, watch this right, clip. Here's the clip. Hey, big boy. Your left. Hey, big boy. a
4: camera? Out? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, big boy. <laughs>
2: that's a big bear he's
1: like wait
0: Uh. hey bear hey bear I mean that's danger close
2: that's danger close and that is a big ass bear a big ass bear and I mean literally your response is hey bear like, hey, swing, bad, 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 ass, like, <laughs> like, I uh, uh, exactly, be to me, they're crazy. I know you're not supposed to like run from a bear, but you also saw him meandering his way down the road.
0: Yeah, like you could have. You could have been. You could have or...
2: been. You know, yeah, making some sort of an exit there instead. He's like, let's just all stand here. Pan left, please to your left. Like, how about you get your ass out of Dodge? Because that bear is massive.
0: Yeah, especially with like that's like ar- that's like arms length for the bear. That's yeah. That's you know <laughs> shred your body in half. There's a reason why when you fly into Alaska, there is a statue. It's actually it's like a taxidermist bear, and it was like I think it's like twelve feet tall. It's there. It's to remind the people who go there to hunt the bears. Like that's what's out there. Yeah. In that bear, they found six undigested. Full, huge, like men's bodies inside that bear. What? Before it died, yeah. Like it's this massive bear, and it's taxidermist, and they said when they when they finally killed it, they did the autopsy. There was six grown men in there.
2: Is that a legend no. or is that true? It's a badass legend. I, I'm gonna tell it, and the number's gonna grow. It's gonna be more than six. <laughs> <yes>. But <laughs> it's
0: crazy. It's crazy. Hey, hey, bear. <laughs> he won't attack us if he we if we don't worry. I speak bear. <laughs>
2: oh my god don't worry oh man i he, did he i must, remember seeing the hiker and cheetah encounter. Jamboree. yes drew burke was bear whisperer <laughs>
0: um <laughs> I, I think we have a new show happening now yes
2: yes i'm not doing that i i'm telling you i i respect big animals i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to be next to a big bear like that
0: no, we just film you out by the fire pit and you just talk like give random facts about yes. bears that's okay it. like you're not actually with bears I could, I could do that. I could do that. Maybe, maybe we get like a like a bear like costume for Shafi to wear, and he just sits next to you the whole time. Yes, yeah, that it. would be
2: amazing. <laughs> yes, sir. Shut up, Shafi. You can't say anything. You're supposed to be a bear. No,
0: no. He's he's always he's always just like going. No, that's not true.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and did you know that the brown bear does no. Mm-mm. Um. All right. <laughs> You always take a a fat guy with you bear hunting. Always. (laughs) I love that. Um, Yeah, because you you, you only have to be able to run out the person next to you. No, exactly. Exactly. People will say that, too, with sharks, too. Like, you just got to be a faster swimmer. It's like, yeah, but sharks attack from the bottom, so that's not always true. Yeah. Like... All right, let's get into, um, we got, we're going to do some memes here and finish the week. Let's just, let's see what we got. Let's see if there's some good ones out there. And then we'll go to Booze and Banter over on Locals. I've put the link in there. I will do it again as we play the bumper for That's Meme-tastic. That's
3: That's Meme-tastic. That's
2: Meme-tastic.
3: We should do that one more time.
2: But we're not going to, Shafi. We're just going to do it once. All right. Here is the first one. You just send them, send them my way, Disco, and then we'll talk about them. <clears throat>
0: All right. Okay. All right. Here we go.
2: On the road again. All right. So just can't wait to get on the road again, singing that song. It's a Tesla
0: with a gas generator, with a on. gas
2: generator <laughs> and two emergency gas cans, because you need it. Um, it's just true. That's the way it works. You
0: know, yeah. It's true, and 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 um, it's unfortunate that. Um, they're either always, the, the charging stations are always booked or they just need maintenance and they can't afford to get the maintenance done on it.
2: Yep. <laughs> and also those chargers need fossil fuel to work. Um. Yeah. So just funny across the board. This is the definition of woke that I saw out there. A state of awareness only achieved by those dumb enough to find injustice in everything except their own behavior. I thought that was a pretty good definition. Did you send that and in? The thing is, who i don't know jill saying i don't know if you sent in this one or the one before but that's a great one
0: um yeah the uh what that definition what's what bothers me the most is when they actually do wake up and see the right thing that we've all been saying for years now they're gonna make it seem like it's their idea yep like no no one ever thought it like get shut up you know (laughs) Uh, yeah something i want to say but it's inappropriate so i'm not going to say it
2: so you know how you get into you can say it on this is this is a um, no judgment zone, but well, they, you know, can just, they can just they can go eat a bag of
0: dicks. That's what they can do.
2: Okay, they can, there we go. There we go. <laughs>
0: this goes waking up. So speaking of
2: eating things, right? Um, don't do that. By the way, that's uh, Drew Berkwist does not. Yeah, no, condone it. No, 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 yeah, no, um, not condone yet. Yeah. But. <sighs> You, you people get th- this person's justification as why they don't argue online is great because it kind of goes along with the woke stuff. People are just dumb. They can't see past themselves and or they're just they're just dumb. So this guy with the I, I don't know who did this. I just I, I saw it and I grabbed it whenever, you know, I just grab stuff throughout the week. But it reads this way in the 1980s. A&W. Remember when they just I don't even know if they do they have A&W stands anymore.
0: Yeah, anyway. they still have standalone A&Ws some places, usually okay. in the malls like okay. uh, food courts.
2: So in the 1980s, A and W tried to compete with the McDonald's Quarter Pounder by selling a third-pound burger—one third pound—at burger, pound, a lower cost. The product failed because most customers thought the quarter pound was bigger. This is why I don't argue online. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> it was like that's—that's that's
0: about right. Hey, this is because there's a four. It's because there's a four in <laughs> it. Tight <laughs> clock hey, and. I- Take care of your luck. I'm bad. I'm bad at math, but that I understand.
2: That's good. That's good. I mean, I'm glad that employees understand elementary (laughs) school math.
0: Um, And now,
2: again, I want a burger. It's National Double Cheeseburger Day. Mm -hmm. Might have to do some Jesse burgers today. We'll see.
0: I do have a picture that Tom sent in. We'll show it in Booze and Banter. Okay. Tom sent in. For one of the days that the holidays that you said, okay, I mean, he's totally behind it. So I love it. All right, well, we'll see what it is. It's, if it comes from Tom,
2: it's I guarantee you it'll be interesting. Um, this one just was good. The boat used as the SS Minnow in Gilligan's Isle was a 1964 wheeler with a cruising speed of 12 knots, which means they couldn't have traveled more than 41.5 miles. Now I'm starting to doubt if the show was even real. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, wait a minute! It was fake. <laughs> it was... Someone doing their their calculations. Yeah, was...
0: like, no. This is not. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, they got lost, and the boat got you know, like I mean, you know, it, who knows the technology that they had back then? You know, there was no black box, there was no GPS, all that well, stuff. Well, and things you know, drift.
2: So... I can tell you, the tides yeah. and things change.
0: You drift fast. Yeah, yeah but still, like that, you know, they crashed on an island, and if no one knew that they left, if they didn't document that they were leaving, all that stuff. They would not know to come get them. And then when someone finally did find them, because it was how many seasons what was the show? It was like three seasons. I right? don't remember. It wasn't even that long. Yeah. Um.
2: Yet legendary.
0: Yeah. Uh, actually, I Oh, yes. oh. No, no crap.
2: I was watching one a couple weeks ago. Something had been on a channel and then I was, I, I didn't like what it was going to next. And I flipped it and it was on one of the old school channels. And I saw Gilligan's
0: Island. I was like, yep. I'm doing it because it's you know, it's stress-free
2: stress 100
0: percent. No, yeah you know you're gonna get, get a good laugh out of it they're gonna have some kind of challenge meet someone random yep. that's on the island with them I love you know gotta love it yeah and uh you know if you think about it lost is the modern day version of Gilligan's Island
2: I I guess so I guess I guess yeah. there's some logic to that
0: yeah just on a plane out of boat
2: tomorrow's question best root beer now that we're talking A and W, IBC, I don't know. I, I I'm, mm. I think IBC is probably a higher quality, but I'm an A and W guy just because it's classic. Both of them mm. awful for you. Wasn't there another? was anyway, good. Barks. Barks was great. Yeah, we're getting distracted. Let's look did at you, the rest of our memes. Did you ever? Did you ever go to the restaurant Hops? Did yeah, you go to hops before they had their own right they made their own
0: root beer their root beer was fantastic. this root
2: beer i had at at rebellion which is in uh, cedarburg wisconsin uh awesome place i've told you guys about it before they make their own root beer in their own cream soda which is delightful the, yeah. some of the commercials on tv i was thinking Ar- of cream soda
0: there's actually a few um places in orlando that have the rebellion sodas on tap and you can get them all and they're fantastic mm-hmm. so yum Okay. Anyway, next meme. Next meme. Here we go.
2: <laughs> me and the boys on the way to the coal mine to pay off someone's gender studies major. Yep. Swift kick to the nuts. Biden's mm. plan. It just
0: is. This one made me laugh. <laughs> this one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Inflation Reduction Act,
0: the economy. You've got. Oh, yeah, you, part, of me was like, part, part of me was like, too soon.
2: so you've got oj and you got nicole brown um who's the economy in this one was it nicole brown right Uh, yeah nicole brown i mean nicole brown simpson yeah um it's that's that one was pretty good too that was pretty good all
0: right nicole brown simpson yeah
2: (laughs) what do we got next They banned a sitting president from social media, impeached him two times, jailed his supporters, and now raided his home, and they go on TV and call us the fascists. That's just kind of, it's not funny. Just straight up true. That yep. one's just a truth bomb. A truth meme. A meme bomb? I don't know. It's one of those things. That I thought this was I thought this one was pretty good. If one of you sent this in, kudos. If I just saw it, then, then kudos to whoever made it. But the, the entire American legal system... The word reasonable. Um, <laughs> for those of you listening, it's just got a bunch of, I don't know, six by six, eight by eights, just some big wooden beams holding up a building. That's, those, look, those look like I-beams. Those I-beams? Like,
0: like, like,
2: yeah, like steel I-beams. Maybe they're steel I-beams. But it's holding up a yeah. building that is collapsing
0: and falling over. Like There's obviously no way in hell it's going to work. All um, I have to say is if like a six by six piece of wood could be that length and hold it up i'd be very impressed yes okay well whatever i'm just i can't i've got a screen that's the size of my
2: hand smaller than um (laughs) what uh
0: i don't even know what this one is this one should have actually gone after the tesla one okay how it started it's got Newsom. how it's
2: going. Oh, it's got Gavin Newsom talking about his plan, and then it's just <laughs> yeah. all black. Okay, I get it. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. A little slow to the take there. Um, it's okay. Here's the Sorry. Simpsons, it seems like. Simpsons, and by the way, there's, well, I'll, I'll read this first. Go ahead. Go ahead. Put it there. This is all you need to know. Someone passing a folded note. Not one single person who paid to rape children on Epstein's Island has been arrested. Very dark. It's very true. Very true. Very true. So there's this player on the team. I won't mention his name. You know, for those of you who don't go to booze and banter where I get into more personal stuff, I coach my son's youth football team with some other coaches and buddies. But um, there's a kid. He's a great kid. But he's, like, in between plays, like, you know, we're explaining something. It's in between plays during at, at practice. He, like, sucks and slurps on his, his mouthpiece. And it sounds yeah. like, is it Maggie from The Simpsons, The the baby?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds
2: yeah. just like Maggie, and I'm like, I looked at him and I was like, bro, have you ever watched The Simpsons? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, never mind.
0: Um, <laughs> go home, do some homework. <laughs> Forget football, go home and watch The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's, it's loud. It's loud.
2: Shows that I have misophonia, I learned about that yesterday. I told Disco. Other noises that humans make make me mad. I'm an awful person. Let's look at this next one. Baby elephants are born weighing 250 pounds. They are the biggest babies on Earth, except for the Democrats.
0: That's a good one. I like it. That's yeah, a really good one. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's actually a viable fact. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it is.
2: This, here's the last one. Last one. And it's a practical one, guys. Stocking up because it wasn't raining when Noah started building the ark. Lots of Lots of ammunition there. Yeah. Lots of ammunition. I love it. All right, some good ones, guys. Keep sending them in. I, sometimes we use them, sometimes we don't. But you have no chance of us using them if you don't send them in. So you can send them in to producer at Red Beach Media. We're going to grab some, too, all the time. Uh, it's a good way just to kind of have have some fun to end the show, which we are at that point now. We're headed over to Locals. I've put the link in there twice. You should be able to find it. Um, please come on over. Hang out with us. Have a drink. Get some, get some questions in. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We're going to talk about Governor DeSantis sending people to Martha's Vineyard. Greg Abbott sending people to the Naval Observatory in D.C., which is epic and awesome, both of them, uh, and much more. I guess Tom's got a picture, so we'll do all of that. I, if I you... found a video. Disco found a video. It's going to be amazing. We're going to have some drinks. We'll see you guys over there. If you can't make it for whatever reason, we'll see the rest of you guys next week, Monday, on the main show. We hope you have a great weekend. The rest of you, we'll see you soon. All of you, be safe, be smart, be free.
0: You've just heard Drew Berquist. Tune in weekdays on every major podcast provider or on DrewBerquist.com.